So sons were the heirs to the throne. Do you understand? Of course, there's princesses and all the little romantic stuff. Yes, okay? You can still say, I'm daddy's little princess. God, I'm your princess. Yes, you can still do all that. However, however, just as the man has to be a bride in a certain level of revelation to access a different dimension of relationship, you also have to capture the revelation of sonship, even though you're a female. This is why Galatians, amen. This is why Galatians says, in Christ there's neither male nor female. This is why, little religious devils, women can preach. Because in Christ there's no male or female. And I, I strongly exhort young men to find a wife because in that finding is God's greatest gift in this world and it allows you to raise up children who know and love the Lord. That's the purpose of marriage, to procreate and to do so in Christ is the highest calling in life. Um, I, I want to do all I can to encourage the men to step up. and. I know there have been enough bad marriages in our society that there's a certain amount of fear and trepidation. But you have to look at marriage as the, the way the Lord looks at his church. He knows the bride has problems, but he is her redeemer. He is her rescuer. And I think if you can find a godly woman, that reward is the greatest reward that life can offer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheepkey Sheared Podcast. We're here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. And folks, I gotta be real with you. This is not an easy show for me to do, but I've been putting it off, frankly, because I know that if this, sh this video could possibly really blow up and in the worst way possible. Now, I'm gonna preface this with saying that I am a Christian. I've been baptized. I grew up in the church, and it's because I love the church that I'm even bothering to make this video today. That I'm even bothering to do this show. Because I gotta tell you, the more the more I look into the subject, the more it the it becomes unavoidable. The realization becomes just completely unavoidable to me. Now you may be asking, well, what realization is that? Well, for those of you who know what I'm talking about, the church has slowly been emptying out over the years. We all know this. If you know, if you look into statistics, if you look into data, you know that the church's numbers are declining. Now, I am going to wager, I know how the church is going to refill their pews. They are pandering to women. Now, why would I say a thing like that? Well, because it's pretty obvious. When you look at the sermon that I played in the very first clip, for goodness sake, I mean, I don't even know what that was. When I saw that, I was flabbergasted. I was looking, I was like, I don't understand a dang word he said. And then you got guys like John MacArthur who are very established, very influential, and they're pushing the same garbage of all men gotta step up, man. You know, these, these dudes gotta step up or save these women. 
You gotta be them, you gotta guide them, man. You gotta step up, you gotta be a real man. Because real men step up. Yeah, the stepdad generation's over. What he's talking about, I can only imagine, are the 30-year-old women with three kids by three different men who show up in a church and they're like, Oh, I'll be saved by the blood of the Lamb. And then they want to act like all of a sudden because God forgives them, that everybody else should forgive them they should get a fresh start. No, my friends, that's not... All you're doing is sending single men who have worked hard, who have tried to stay biblical, who have tried to stay on the straight and narrow path. All you're doing is lining them up and sending them to the slaughter, sending them to get sheared year after year after year by these ghouls whether they be male, female, doesn't matter. They're being set up to be sheared by the wolves, and I'm sick of it. And I, it, it makes me sick that the churches are pandering to the women now. They shouldn't pander to anybody. They should just they should preach the word and preach what is in the Bible, what's in the Old Testament, what's in the New Testament, if you're a Christian. That's what you should do. Instead, you have people playing politics instead of being a shepherd of their flock. They got, you got to, now there have to be guys like me who come out here and say, wait a minute, foul ball, you can't preach this because you're not looking at what's actually happening. You're being an ideologue. You're not being a realist. You're not, you're not 20 years old. You're not 30 years old. You have been, probably been out the game for a long time. You're delusional. So get... Adjust your message for the times or get off the stage and retire because you are not, you're not ready for the reality in which we young men find ourselves today. If you tell a young guy to look past the flaws, play captain, save him, you're setting him up for a divorce. You're setting him up to resent women. You're setting him up to get fleeced, sheared, taken advantage of. And you... I hope to God he doesn't actually know what he's doing. I hope it's just like he do, he's been out the game for so long. He's been married for so long. He doesn't know what's going on. I hope that's the truth. Because if it's not, it's much worse than I thought. We are so down bad that we think that we need to just enable the bad behavior. No. No. I refuse to tell men they need to, quote, step up. When you tell a man to step up in marriage, all you're doing is preparing him to step up in 10 to 20 years to step up in front of the judge in the family court who's about to tell him that half his stuff from the beginning of the marriage to the end of the marriage is about to get fleeced from him and he's about to get completely and utterly screwed. That's what you're doing. Only we're setting him up to be in a sexless marriage where he's unhappy, unfulfilled, and convinced it's his fault. Or you have him sitting there every day, oh, oh, I, I gotta stay for the kids. You know, I'm not happy. I'm not enjoying this. And I feel tempted every step of the way. But you know what? It's all good. God's got me. I'm okay. Blah, 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 blah. No. What kind of existence is that? There are other paths. I mean, people will read Galatians, they'll read Ephesians, they'll read these books written by Paul, who's a single guy who talks about living the biblical bachelor lifestyle, living this lifestyle of being alone, being the solo man, and yet he, for some reason, it's no good. For some reason, you need to just step up as a man and marry some woman. If you want to do that, God bless you. But I'm telling you right now, you are playing a numbers game that is not in your favor. 
could work out great for you, but the odds tell me no, no, it's not going to happen. Now, I get it. You're probably furious. Probably turned the show off already. I get it. Probably not happy. But I got to tell you something. I wish I could sit up here and tell you that marriage is great. You should do it. But you, but I cannot do that. Because if I do that, I am contributing to the problem. I would rather you know everything and then proceed to make your choice. Instead of saying that, oh, well, the Bible says that you should be married. And if you're not married, you should just might as well be a, a monk and do nothing. So uh, you should just get married and sign up and sign away half your stuff. Let me tell you something. The marriage of the Bible is not the marriage of today. Because the marriage of the Bible was between God, it's between God, the man, this was between God, the man, and the woman. Now, marriage is a contract between the state, the man, the woman, and then God if you want, but it's optional, and the state's the one involved. When the state is involved, marriage is not going to work because then it becomes a, a business contract. And when it's a business contract, when one party is incentivized to break said contract, why are you shocked when it doesn't work out? What kind of contract is this where you say, oh, I can gain half the assets and walk away if I break the contract? And, and all I gotta do is just go up and say he did this, said that, maybe he might have done that at some point, but I'm not sure. And then everybody will believe what I say and I'll get like zero social backlash while getting half of the stuff. You want to, I don't blame people for taking this deal. It's a steal. And you wonder why the divorce rates are through the roof. Now, I understand this is a reaction to a period in history where men got away with treating their wives like garbage and the wife had to sit there and take it because they couldn't just leave. I get it. That's what used to happen. And now we got the other extreme. I'm aware. I'm not dumb. I understand this. But here's the problem. You wonder why society is falling apart. You wonder why the birth rate's in the toilet. You wonder why marriage rates are declining and divorce rates are increasing. You wonder why all this is happening. And yet, where is the conversation in the church about marriage laws? Where is the conversation in the, in the church about the involvement of the state? Where is the conversation in the church about the realities of being in the world but we don't talk about that. We talk about being in the world, but not of it. And yet, for some reason, no one talks about this issue in the church. No one. You got to find it on the internet from dudes who are not Christians, which they give good information, by the way. But why is it in the church we don't talk about this stuff? Answer, because the women would go crazy. And then they'd say, oh, I'm not going to do that. No, 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 I'm not going to do that. I would never leverage your kids against you. No, I would never leave you to take half your stuff and, and have everybody believe me. No, I would never do that to you. I'm different. And I could guarantee you, anybody who says otherwise, he just hates women. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Most pastors in the church, are they don't understand how what it's like today. They think that because their wife wouldn't do it to them, they don't, they cannot conceive conceptually why anyone else would do it. And then they blame the man as if he messed up. I don't understand this. They want men to lead, but only lead in the way they want and then proceed to blame him 
when they were, I, I, I just, I cannot deal with the level of infancy and garbage that's in the, that's in leading the churches today. Now, this isn't every church. Your church is different. God bless you. But I'm telling you right now, the church is throwing its hat in the ring with the feminists. It's throwing in its ring. It's throwing its hat into the ring with the equality, the equity, and all these people. There's downtown in my church. There's a church downtown. Have flies a gay flag. Flies the LGBTQ plus flag. I'm not making this up. So I'm not saying you need to hate people. No. No, you shouldn't. The Bible is very clear about where it stands on these issues, and yet people want to pretend like that's not the case. They want to pretend like this is just something that other people are making up, or it's a, oh, that was a long time ago. It doesn't matter anymore. No. But the church is trying to refill its pews by getting the women in, who then will drag their, their gub-sib husbands by their necks and will bring them in the church. Not a bad strategy, actually, if you think about it conceptually. All you got to do is look at the Taylor Swift concerts and how many men got dragged to those concerts because their wife was going or their girlfriend was going, and there's your answer as to why the church is doing it. I just don't... I don't want men to fall for this. I don't want men to fall for being, being a pack mule, being told to step up when you've already had to step up in every facet of your life. What, is, what do the women have to do? When's the last time you heard a sermon about what the women have to do for their man? I haven't heard it. Have you? All I hear is how bad women have it, how men need to step up, and how us as dudes have dropped the ball. That's all I hear. Are you hearing anything different? I'd love to hear it. Please let me know in the comments section if you go to church or you're religious in any capacity. It doesn't even have to be a Christian. You could be a Jewish, Islamic, Hindu, Buddhist, Algier, or totally... Um, non-religious like non like traditional religious i don't care i want to know what you think about this issue because at the end of the day i see this happening so much more and it makes me sick because it doesn't surprise me why men are running away from the church it doesn't shock me that men are looking to guys like andrew tate for in, for information about how to be a man because their pastor is a gump their pastor is like forrest gump who takes what he can get the guy it's ridiculous to me the guy is a simp was just placating the women and then they wonder why the young men want nothing to do with them when they're running away answer because they don't want to do that they know it's a trap and they don't want to do it look my friends I could, I could keep going on about this as much as I want but the end of the story is the church is changing its strategy to try to adapt to the gynocentric society in which we live and it, my question is what are your thoughts on this because I guarantee you I'm not the only one seeing this I, I, based on what I know, I'm the only one saying it, but I want to know if I'm alone on this. So my friends, please, if you have anything you want to say about this topic, please leave it in the comment section. If you're watching on YouTube or on Rumble, or if you're listening on audio, you can head on over to the comment section on either platform, or you can go over to my Twitter page at sheep and you can respond to the question that I just, that I just um, gave you that I'm going to give tweet out here not long after I post this video and you can leave your answer over there but until next time my friends God bless you God bless your family and God bless America remember I think the church is very important to the health and safety of every per the health and well-being of every person whether it be the people the society I think it's very crucial and so that's why I'm doing the show today anyways take care of yourselves I'm out peace